to No Thank You Next. I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. Hey, guys. Hey. We're back. We're here. We are. Yeah. We're we're stunned. We're just a little bit stunned right now. Okay. There was this video that came out a couple weeks ago. Weeks ago now. And a month ago. Yeah. It was a kidnapping that was basically caught on video on, yeah caught on, on like a, a ring or a ring. nest yeah doorbell like camera someone's doorbell and we're looking up news articles to see if they've identified who this girl is or what updates and the last updated thing i can find is back from november 15th so do you guys know what happened yeah maybe they'll have more news by the time this comes out i mean i just read that the driver of the car is shouting i'm sorry i'm sorry it's so crazy. I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you haven't seen it, we'll put it with the post. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's insane. But we were just, we're shooketh that there haven't been any new updates. Yeah. Like, no, nothing. It like, really it got was. cold that quick. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, if something isn't in the news a lot, but I think because it, it really, there wasn't a lot of information to go off of. No. It was like, and it was because it was at night. You didn't get good yeah. visibility of the car. You don't know who this girl was if she lived in the area. Yeah. There was nothing. And you couldn't see the um, license plate. Yeah. You could just hope that you got the model of the car right. But even then. It's so weird. That it's is scary. Scary. Because you just, you're like, oh, someone had to have seen me, like, get in this car or something. And now and heard nothing. me. Yeah. And, like. She screamed really loud. That was like, insanely loud. Like, you think someone would have, like. I mean, people walked outside. Yeah. Because they could hear it. Yeah. Oh, God. So that's nuts. so scary. If that happened, like, just driving down our street. I know. I would just be petrified. It would be really scary. But it's like, what do you do? Like, you, you want to help, but you can't. What if he's got a gun? You can't just go outside. That's true. You can't just go out will and nearly. No, will and nearly. You can't be all will and nearly. No, that <sighs> is scary, guys. Not good. If you know information, <laughs> right? Call. <laughs> call the police. Call the us. police. Don't call us. Let call them the know, not us. We'll yeah. find out eventually through the news. Yes. Oh my goodness. But really nuts. No. Uh, there is a new. YouTuber that I really like. Oh, uh huh. I'm super excited about her style slash stories. Okay. So her name is Bailey Sarian. You mm-hmm. can find her on YouTube and on Instagram. And she's funny. She made like a joke in one of them about like, I don't know how to record and edit a podcast. So I just talked to YouTube and like, oh. <laughs> she's like, I can record myself and splice it. And that's oh, that. Nice. But, um, she sits and will tell you a true crime case. Uh-huh. And while she's doing it, she puts her makeup on. Her makeup, like, is amazing. And, like, okay. she's just beautiful. But she's funny and she's quirky. And the way that, like, she tells the story, mm-hmm. she makes a lot of, like, little side jokes. And it just reminds okay. – her banter reminds me of us. Uh-huh. It's very similar. Okay. But, uh, yeah, if you want to – I mean, you don't have to watch her put on her makeup if you don't want to. You, you can just, just listen. listen to the way that she tells the story because mm-hmm. she's very involved. She's very – she's, like, a little animated. Into she makes funny jokes. Yes, and she's very wow. into the story that she's telling. And it's, like – I mean, I'm sure she's got, like, bullet points and notes. But, like, this girl is, like, going off of, like, the top of her head. And she knows, like, places, dates, like, names, all, Wow. All the little, like, event landmarks or whatever. And if she doesn't, she calls herself out for not knowing it. But, yeah, check her out, guys. Bailey Sarian. 
All right. Do it. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. Right. I never have new things to share. <laughs> I'm always like, I know I, I have to watch it. I know I have to watch it. Um, but- maybe my thing that I'm going to bring this week mm-hmm. is um, watch Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh, did you say Emma is like up my butt about watching it and I know I it's need to. It's the best show. <laughs> it truly is the best show. But I just finished the last season that they put on Netflix. And then the very last season of the entire show starts in January. It's, oh, okay. Uh, it's a Canadian show. How many so- seasons are there? Five. Oh, okay. So I can start but, watching it now and I'll be caught up by the yeah, time. Yeah, you will by the time it's up on Netflix. Um, and they're like 25-minute episodes, maybe less, 23. Oh. It is... Easy peasy. So it's just like... It's just such an easy watch. It's just so great. <laughs> just very character driven oh, and like funny yes. jokes constantly. Oh my god. It's not yeah, it's not even that they're doing anything that's that great. <laughs> it's simply them. Like Oh, it's just so great, guys. Okay, I'll check it out. You gotta check out Shit's Crazy. Gotta do it. You gotta. I'll do it. I'll do it, guys. I'll do it with you. Everyone, I'm gonna freaking get at you like I did about <laughs> Fleabag. Did you ever find out why you can't watch Fleabag? Did you no, I asked my sister-in-law, and she's like, we could watch it. So she's like, I have no idea why you can't. That's so fucked up. I know. Probably because you're on, like, an extended account or something. Not, Maybe. Like, the main account. Not the main. Yeah. But, like, I still get all the prime, like... It's so weird. Tidbit, freebie, well, you're free shipping out. business. I know. Oh, I'm so show. bummed. I just need... Just give me your login. I'll log in out of my Amazon. I won't buy anything. Yeah, don't buy things. Because <laughs> it literally is attached to yours. Every family has one person with Amazon Prime. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Shit's Creek, guys, if you want to be happy and not watch Christmas stuff, maybe you're Jewish. Maybe you're something else. <laughs> maybe you don't want to watch Christmas movies. Ding, ding, ding. That's me. Or you just I'll watch Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still, Still technically a, a Christmas movie. That is a classic. It is. You could do it. You know what else is on Netflix? Sorry, not to. That's <laughs> new. Um, there's this new show. It was crazy because we found it after we watched Home Alone. But it's called. Hmm, damn it. <laughs> That's an interesting sounding show. Uh, 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 uh. Take that out. <laughs> Um, so the show on Netflix is called The Movies That Made Us. The Movies That Made Us? Yeah, and they have... Oh, because they have a thing called The Toys That Made Us, don't they? Oh, I don't know. And it talks about, like, all the toys from, like, the 80s and 90s. Maybe. I don't and, like, know. how they're made and stuff. Yeah, I started watching it. Um, but... That's fun. We watched the episode about Home Alone right after we watched Home Alone. Okay. So it was, like, kind of crazy because, like... It's, like, these people that are so detached from the project at this point, mm-hmm. and they're telling, like, how they really felt. <gasps> and it's just really crazy. Like, the Warner Brothers didn't want to give them money to make the movie. They, like, <laughs> went, like, $4 million over budget, which was, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And Fox was like, yeah, 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 we'll do it. Just tell as soon as they kill the project, we'll pick it up literally within that day. Yeah. And so as soon as Warner Brothers was going through the studios, firing every single person that was on production – the um the producer i think or the whatever it was was walking in right after him being like no keep going fox picked us up no keep going fox oh just like a trailing like behind him Uh telling him (laughs) yeah it was really crazy and like just like that like home alone shouldn't have happened and they had no idea it would be such a classic that it is Mm -hmm. and stuff like that it was just really crazy like to see interesting and like that was one of the last movies that stunts were done that way 
Oh, really? Yeah, because they like got so hurt. They well, they didn't. That was the thing. They didn't get that hurt, but they really like when they slipped on marbles and went down icy steps. They they really fucking did. Yeah, like CGI wasn't a thing, Mm -mm. and like when paint cans came down, paint cans came down onto people's heads. Oh, can you imagine? Like it's hard to even watch, and that actually happened. Oh my god. Yeah. So it was just interesting to watch, like, all of that. That's really cool. I'm going to yeah. have to check that out. It was really cool. Nice. So, yeah, guys. We got new stuff for you. New stuff on Netflix. And on that note, we got a new episode for you. We have a new story that I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing, Sing but it I. if you know yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> I'm always that odd one now that's just yeah. like, this is a cool song. No, I've never heard it before. <laughs> I'm just trying to like hum the melody as best I can. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. All right. So we'll put our singing careers on hold for now. Just now. We're coming back to them, though. Karaoke starts at the end of this episode. (laughs) Get ready, guys. (laughs) But as far as getting ready, um, I do have a trigger warning slash advisory warning for you guys. My story has some real sad elements. And I do talk about abuse and the death of a young child. Oh, yikes. So before we get into it, I just wanted to give you all a heads up that some of my subject matter touches on some real sensitive subjects today. Subject matter subjects. No, topics. You get it. You guys, you get it. Touchy stuff. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So with that, I introduce you to Jose Francisco Rodriguez, a.k.a. Frank. He goes by Frank, so we're going to call him Frank. Okay. He was born in New London, Connecticut. I didn't even know there was such a place. Well, there's the old London and the new London. I know, but this is in Connecticut. The most beautiful of Of the Londons. Londons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I looked it up. It's fucking beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. Yeah, go check out their skyline. It's very pretty. (laughs) Cool. So Frank is the second of six kids. He's got a big fam. And... Luckily for his mother, he was the helpful sibling. Like every mom, if you have more than one, you're going to yeah, want one yeah. that's going to help you out. Yeah. He wants to keep the peace and he wants to be of service. So he just wants to be of help to everybody. Later in life, he goes into the Navy and then he later serves in the Army National Guard where he was assigned to help troubled sixth and seventh graders at a place called Angel Gate Academy in San Luis Obispo, California. Hmm. Dude, San Luis Obispo, that's like a nice part of like northern Cali. So this dude, he basically lived by the coast his whole life. He was in the Navy. And now he's helping kids turn their lives around and make better decisions. Like all around, great guy. Mm -hmm. He lives a nice life. We like him. We're going to keep him. Okay. And so while he's working at this Angel Gate Academy place, mm-hmm. he meets his fellow co-worker, Angelina. Mm. Such a pretty name. Just rolls off the tongue. Angelina. <laughs> Hi, my name is Angelina. So pretty. I knew an Angelina when I was in elementary school, and I was so jealous of her name. Really? Angelina. Yeah. I always wanted to be Melanie. <laughs> Does it ring just like Angelina? <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> Maybe 
for some. <laughs> Ooh, Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Melanie. <laughs> Sounds like a cute name until she's like 33. <laughs> it's like, I'm Mel. <laughs> I'm, I just call me Mel, guys. I'm just Mel. <laughs> So here's some backstory. Here's some backstory on Miss Angelina. Ooh. Melanie. Mel. Miss Mel. <laughs> Angelina was born in Rockaway, Queens. I almost called her Mel. Uh, <laughs> she was born in Queens, New York, and she has a sister. Okay. One day, her dad leaves the house for like a pack of cigarettes or some shit, and he, oh God, never, he never comes came home. home. Yeah. Oh my god, I've heard that story before. Oh my goodness, just oh my walks god. out and abandons everybody. Oh, the cigarette shit. Uh, that's it. It's either milk or it's cigarettes. It's <sighs> and if they're not smoking and if they're vegan, you got you some got, problems. You might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope. There's hope for you yet. <laughs> So Angelina's mom is a nurse and she works long, hard hours. So her and her sister need to be looked after while she's at work, you know, saving people's yeah. lives and shit. Mm-hmm. Their grandfather, I don't know if it's the mom's mom or the dad's dad, but the grandfather who is watching the girls starts sexually abusing mm. and molesting her and her sister when they were toddlers. Oh, man. Just not okay like stuff like this just breaks my heart the way that grown-ass people family members you're supposed to be safe but gosh there are people that are just not safe absolutely horrible that's why i'm totally on board with the like if my kid doesn't want to hug you yeah i'm not gonna force her no fuck politeness yeah that's it. Start you, starting them young. <laughs> oh my god, I hate when parent or like grandparents are like, "Give me a kiss." No, that's not a kiss. I want a kiss. I know. No, it's like stop. I don't know you. This stop is awkward it. for me, and yeah. it's gonna get real awkward for you when I start crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's stop it now. Yes. <laughs> so the abuse leaves Angelina unstable at. And at the ripe young age of eight years old, she tries to kill herself by ingesting a bottle of pills. Oh, my gosh. So real rough. Yeah. She survives and would later be diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And I know that she's a Gemini, but doctors also concluded that she's capable and stable. So she's got that half squared away. Mm. But she also suffers from symptoms of borderline personality and manic disorders so then that's her other half and she bounces like a bouncy ball in between the two all the time angelina also serves in the military and she sort of follows the same life pattern as frank and they meet like i said at Mm -hmm. angel gate academy trying to help those youngsters like yeah don't you smoke that devil's lettuce don't you do it it's a gateway drug You stay away from those games. Thank you, Nancy Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) So they get to know each other. And while dealing with the juvenile delinquents, like what a romantic place to meet somebody. Yes. um, They meet in February of 2000 and then they get married in April. Two months later, people. Oh, my God. How well do you really know somebody after eight weeks? I'd say absolutely not at all. Yeah personal opinion you don't (laughs) and also i need to give you guys a heads up this is 
Angelina's fourth marriage. What? No judgment, but you guys need to know about the shit that happened with her and husband number two. Okay. Yeah. Tom Fuller's his name and just this poor fucking dude. Okay, so he meets Angelina while they are in the Air Force together back in 1990. Okay. So they're both servicemen. Air Force is pretty rad. I mean, that's scary. I could never be in the Air Force. Yeah, Uh, They both are stationed in Colorado, and they got married three months into their relationship. I don't know if they were thirsty or what, but that was quick. Yeah. Again, no judgment. Maybe a little. Oh, never mind. (laughs) they make a couple of babies named autumn and alicia and autumn is nice and healthy but alicia is a preemie baby with an abnormally slow heartbeat and she has this condition called bradycardia so her heart beats less than 60 beats per minute and and a regular heartbeat for a baby her age range it's between like 70 and 120 like it's supposed to be like baby heartbeats are like rapid it almost seems like they're going too fast but they're meant to be fast wow hers less than a beat a second oh my god that's very slow yeah so tom and angelina they go on vacation with their girls and a passerby a woman notices the pacifier that alicia is sucking on and she tells angelina that the pacifier her baby has is part of a recall like you got to take that thing away from her Uh the it's dangerously faulty the plastic piece detaches from the nipple of the pacifier the part uh that the baby is sucking on so they can suck on it and get lodged in their throat and they can choke on it Uh uh-huh As a mom, I would have just thrown that shit in the trash. Yeah, absolutely. But Alicia, the little baby, is able to keep using the pacifier. Oh, fuck. September 18, 1993, Tom is away on a business trip, and something terrible happens while he's away. Oh, no. Angelina makes a call to 911 and tells the operator that her baby is choking. Paramedics and the emergency brigade show up at her house, and Angelina is waiting for them outside of her house, and she's alone. She doesn't have the baby with her. What? Like, I w- if I was outside, yeah, she would be, like be in my arms panicked, and you would see me yeah. pounding on the back yeah. of her back trying to get her to spit this thing out. Yeah. But no, she's outside the front of her house and alone. She left Alicia in her crib. <gasps> Firefighter David Mandeville is quoted saying, quote, where the child or the infant is choking, the parents are always with their child, end quote. So he's like, what the why fuck? is this bitch outside? Yeah. Mandeville is able to remove the plastic pacifier piece from her throat and CPR was administered, but 13-month-old Alicia was not able to be arrived and she passes away. That's so, so sad. Sad. And she's like 13 months, like she was like not a tiny infant. No. She's like, walking around. Yeah. She can like bumble a few words. Like <sighs> that I know. I think of like like you think that's when you like start bonding with your baby too. Like you're they're getting a personality. It's like so exciting and mm-hmm. wow, to be so cold. Right? And like be like, no, my baby's fine. Right? And just yeah. I don't I just don't understand. So she was just yeah. again, she's got that personality yeah, disorder yeah. that is just bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Deputy Sheriff Ralph Ginter found the rest of the pacifier pieces in Alicia's room. And while at the hospital, Angelina asks him for them. She says she doesn't want this to happen again. She doesn't want this to happen to another baby. And she's going to go after the manufacturer and will use this as proof. 
even though the manufacturer was like, we already have a recall on this. Mm -hmm. An autopsy was performed and the death appeared to be accidental. But there are two main things that are suspicious. One, she didn't tell anyone, but Angelina took out a life insurance policy on her daughter for $50,000 before she died. I mean, Alicia had a heart issue, so it's odd, but it's not that odd. And Gerber baby does life insurance plans for babies called the grow up plan. So it kind of seems weird, but not because these things are in place for these these situations. Number two. When Angelina and Tom went to sue Gerber for selling a deadly pacifier, their lawyer showed the pieces to Dr. Wolfgang Noss. He's a university professor, and he said by the looks of it, this pacifier was tampered with, and it doesn't look like the nipple was detached by By a baby sucking on it. Yeah, that it was like tampered with, could have been ripped off. (gasps) So their lawyer was like, I need a second opinion, sent the pieces to another professor his name is Dr. Gary Hammond, and he disagreed with the first opinion. Oh. And Dr. Hammond was like, no, it appears accidental. So they sued Gerber, but they didn't give him, they didn't give Gerber's lawyers both, like this professor said it's tampered and this one said it's oh, not. Of course. They only gave him the evidence yeah. that says this wasn't tampered with. This is totally Gerber's fault. Oh, yeah. So they sued Gerber with only Dr. Hamid's accidental ruling and the Fullers, they won their case and they received $710,000 for an accidental death settlement on top of the life insurance policy for poor Alicia. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And Tom, poor Tom, he wasn't there. He was away yeah. on a business trip and this was like a faulty fluke freak thing. Yeah. And he didn't think... That was going to be his last day with her. He just cannot believe the turn that his life has taken. And he can't stand being around Angelina. Oh, wow. So they get a divorce. Yeah. He was was quoted saying, but I'm kind of paraphrasing here, that he didn't want to believe that he could have married someone who would murder their own child and making it look like an accident and then moving on so quickly. Yeah. Like, that's where he was like... Thinking that she was at fault, but he just wanted to just like clean yeah, his hands you don't and be around walk away from anymore. that. Yeah, and and you don't ever want to think that you are in love with somebody who who just can't love the same capacity that you can because they don't they don't feel it on the same realm that you no. do. They're they're disconnected. Yeah, that's so crazy. It's really sad. So I don't know what Tom's up to now. Right? I don't know. Tom, are you out there? (laughs) What happened to you? Are you okay? Are you okay, Tom? Tom. I'm sure he's okay. This was in 93. Yeah. I'm sure he's okay. No. So Angelina just compartmentalized the event. She didn't show much emotion about losing a child. What? Maybe it was shock. Yeah. Maybe she's dead inside. Mm. I don't know. But she was never persecuted or even charged for the death of her daughter. It was ruled as an accident. So they moved on. Wow. Okay. So they divorce and Angelina buys herself a house, a car, and a fucking boat. Who buy- Who's so excited that they're going to go buy a boat with their dead child's Bitch. money? What? Yeah. Like, what? I... I would be in a hidey hole in yeah, the fetal position not wanting crying. to touch that money because you got it for a reason. For a really terrible so reason. Awful. And, like, how do you persevere and take care of your second child? Oh, I guess man. your 
first child, but like, yeah, how do you, it's just, it's how do you pick yourself up from that and move on? Like, that's where it's like fishy. Mm-hmm. So she still has custo- custody of her daughter, Autumn. So there's that too. Okay. So that's the end of that crazy life situation. Okay. Back to husband number four, Frank okay. Rodriguez. Three was fine. Yes. Okay. So one Pretty was normal. fine. Two, all that horrible stuff happened. Three, Three no more she kids. was just like, oh, that was a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. And then now four. Okay. It's the year 2000. Y2K shit, but they didn't let them bring them down. Remember everyone was like panicked over Y2K? Oh, yeah. Everyone's the whole world was going to end. We didn't know what was going to happen to our bank account. Right. But we all survived. No one's credit card debt got wiped out. There was Ugh, no anarchy. Bummer. Nothing fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> Frank works as a special education teacher for middle schoolers. Like, the, could this guy be any more great? Mm-hmm. Like, he's great. He is a great stepdad to Autumn. He took her in like that's his own daughter. He's a good neighbor, a churchgoer, just all around good guy with strong shoulders to help support his family and his community. Wow. Well, Angelina felt that Frank was too strict on her daughter, and within a matter of months, she wanted out of the relationship. Again, how well do you know somebody after eight weeks? Oh you don't. So after a few months, she's like, I don't I don't like the way he talks to my daughter. I don't like the way that he Weird if you handles his amazing life. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you would have had a couple more dinners, you would have yeah. been able to decide that. But no. I mean... Marriage and divorce literally mean dog shit to her because she just keeps yeah, it doesn't matter. getting one and yeah, yeah. getting another. Like, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. So you would think that she would just be like, all right, Frank, let's get a divorce because mm-hmm. whatever. But instead, she tells Frank into getting a life insurance policy for $250,000 on himself and make her the sole beneficiary. Luck. That would just be weird. I don't know. not good for him. Yeah. So, uh, what do you get? Like, what? The following month in August, this bitch starts having an affair with an ex-convict and her old friend from the past. His name's Matt Moronis. And by September, Angelina started plotting and she attempts to kill Frank. Not one, not two, but three times. What? Yes. First, she made oleander tea. Which is a flower? It's a flower. Okay. okay. This plant is everywhere. I didn't realize. Oh, I uh-huh. thought it was like this. I mean, it's an oleander. It sounds so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angelina oleander. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this plant is everywhere. Yeah. You can plant the bushes around your home. You actually see them like as like hedges because they grow really tall, like mm-hmm. around businesses. Yeah. Really pretty flowers. I feel like it was in the second season. What's that Jessica Biel show? Nope, don't know. <laughs> Damn it. It's so good. The first season's so, so good. Uh, Hold on. Cool. Sorry. No, this is fine. <laughs> this, this is, is fine. <laughs> this is great. Oh, shit. They redid the IMDb app. Oh, no. <laughs> Jessica Beale. By the way, did you even fall in that hot gossip about Justin Timberlake cheating on Jessica Beale? No. Oh my god! He's I have with not. Somebody and it was not her. <gasps> JT did her dirty like that. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, it's called The Sinner. Mm. Did you ever watch the first season? It's Mm-mm. so 
fucking good. You would really like it, actually. It's so, on Netflix. Netflix? Okay. Yeah. Um, but the second season, the little boy, he kills the people that apparently kidnapped him and Ooh. with the, uh, the tea. With Oleander yeah. tea? And they find out because it's like on his hands and they're like, did you do it? Oh. And then they show him going to the side of the hotel and, and just like, getting it and then oh. making the tea. <gasps> it's very readily available. It is. Children. It's, dude, it's everywhere. Like crazy. It's, it's beautiful. But every single part of this plant is fucking deadly. The leaves, the bark, the flower, the roots, everything about it is deadly. If you digest it? Yes. Oh, wow. But like. Why is it planted everywhere? If like beautiful. birds can die, they're like population control. Just yeah. set that fucking shit up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I can make you so birds, dogs, humans, horses, cats. If you ingest it, you are gonna get really, really sick, and wow. you could die from the plant's symptoms that it gives you. Wow. So Frank consumes it, and he's hospitalized with severe stomach pains. Oh wow. But fortunately for him, he recovered, and he was allowed to go home. But the hospital staff never figured out why he got so ill. Like, they probably just, like, flushed oh, out Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, we body. got it. Mm-hmm. No, no need to investigate. Right? Yeah. The second time she tries to kill Frank is by creating a gas leak in her laundry room before leaving the house to hang out with a friend in San Luis Obispo. Like, what? Hoping that he would just, like, inhale. He hangs out in the laundry room so much. So much. Or like fill the house with the gas. So in a way, I don't, I just don't know. But it didn't work. He probably smelled it and was like, I smell a gas leak and like fixed it because he's a fucking (laughs) handyman. (laughs) Something's leaking. Yeah. Like, sorry. Honey, I fixed the gas leak. Yeah. He gets home. He's all eating dinner. Hey, honey. (laughs) Do you smell gas? Me either. Because I fixed it. (laughs) (laughs) Survives another day. Well, but the third time, oh no, the third time her attempt was fatal. Once Frank returns home from the hospital, Angelina and her daughter took care of him by keeping him comfortable, letting him rest and bringing him soup and Gatorade. Hmm. Three days after returning home from the hospital, Frank dies on September 9th of 2000. Oh my God. Angelina calls 911 at 3 a.m. and she tells authorities that she finds him on the floor. She maybe sheds a tear or two, but uh-huh. she's basically fake crying. They're oh. looking at her like, what? Wow. We're not buying it. Coroners couldn't find the underlying reason for this healthy 41-year-old to just keel over and die. Angelina hounded the life insurance company to pay out for the death of her husband. But without a concrete reason... And a death certificate, mm-hmm. she couldn't get this money. The autopsy concluded that his death is undetermined causes. So, boo for her. Well, not so boo for her. This woman's crafty with that little crazy brain of hers. Mm. She makes up this story and she calls the cops and say that maybe someone who didn't like him at work tried to kill him. And then, because she still can't get this life insurance money, she calls the cops and tells them that she receives an anonymous phone call. And the person said, quote, unquote, ask them about the antifreeze. What an idiot. (laughs) So Frank's body gets tested. (laughs) Words are hard. Frank's body gets tested for ethylene glycol antifreeze and wouldn't you know it he has a lethal dose of it in his system oh my god and it looks like he had ingested large amounts of it before his death yikes so but wait my question is how did it go from 
we don't know to knowing that he ingested it hours before his mm-hmm. death. Like, I don't know, autopsy people. I, I understand your job is very hard and nobody wants to do it. So thank you. Yeah. But I, I, like you went from not knowing at all to like testing for this one thing. And it's just like, yep. And we can tell you when he had it, how much of it he had. Yeah. And how it killed. So like do what? better. Let's do better. <laughs> Investigators look into that anonymous tip, again, air quotes, guys, because mm-hmm, nobody mm-hmm. called Angelina and there was mm-hmm, no tip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The life insurance company regarded her behavior as strange, and they couldn't wait to tell the cops what happened. <gasps> and Frank's mom calls the police and was like, air quotes, because I'm paraphrasing again, that Angelina said this weird thing about oleander being mixed into tea to use as poison. It takes only a few months of evidence gathering, but in February of 2000, coincidentally five months later, the same amount of time as her entire relationship with Frank, she's arrested for the murder of Jose Frank Francisco Rodriguez. Her trial did not go well for her either. Mm, Her 13-month-old Alicia was brought up because while police were investigating the home, they found the documents regarding Dr. Wolfgang and his this-doesn't-add-up analysis. Oh, wow. She kept it? Yeah, and the prosecution used this to show how she killed her baby by jamming the broken pacifier down her throat in 93. Wow, I can't believe they let them use that in court. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. They use it to prove that Angelina is capable of murdering for monetary gain. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and she threatened a witness who heard her say some compromising shit. Oh, my God. And she even tried to have that person murdered. She took a hit out and had somebody try to kill her witness. Oh, my God. She claims she didn't kill her daughter or her husband, but she showed no remorse, no sadness, no anguish for losing her loved ones or showing remorse even for her family, being sad for like, oh, now my daughters don't you know, have a mother and a father, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just, n- just n- nothing. N- nothing. She claims that Frank committed suicide and oh, he drank please. that antifreeze on his own. Yeah, like you do. Like you do, yeah. Angelina Rodriguez was convicted of first-degree murder and her shallow callousness earned her the death penalty. Oh, good. She's the 15th woman to be put on death row in California and she's currently waiting her turn. If you'd like to befriend her... You can find this bitch's inmate contact pen pal information on writeaprisoner.com. Cool. But, like, don't do it, guys. Don't even talk to her. No. She is an idiot. She is awful. An awful, awful human. Yes. Doesn't deserve any of our time. So that is the horrible story in Aww. case of Frank and Angelina Rodriguez. How sad. Very sad. Nuts, dude. <sighs> that sounds really similar to this one I heard on Dateline. I'm going to cut this out. But she... Like, one of his friends ends up wiretapping for the police so they can get her. And, um, oh, no, this is totally different. <laughs> this is a totally different story. But this woman, she um, she killed her husband, but she kept saying that he went to this guy's house. He worked for, like, automotive, auto something. Mm-hmm. And he went to this guy's house to do something for a car. and But it was too many days before for him to have died. So this guy, he doesn't look good. He ends up going on this trip, and then he ends up dying. And um, she keeps blaming this other guy. 
And so the guy's like really fucking pissed because he's like, she obviously did it. Mm -hmm. And so then he starts working with the police and he calls her and you hear the tapes of her like literally because he's recording being on the phone with him. And then he'd be like, hey, I just really want you to know like so my condolences like this is so awful. I'm just trying. I don't know why the police are even looking at me. Like, do you know why they even be looking at me? Blah, blah. And then she'd call the police immediately after be like, he mentioned something about antifreeze. I don't know what that <gasps> means. Like, I don't know if you guys have looked into like his shop. He mentioned antifreeze and look in his shop. Like he said something that sounded really scary. And oh they were listening God. to like both the tapes. Yeah. And they're like, this bitch. Yeah, this bitch, <gasps> like, bitch, we have already on to you. Yeah, we already know what's up. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, it was a really good story. Mm-hmm. These bitches in their antifreeze. I know. They be bad at it. They're really bad at their jobs, which is not not their job. That's well, not a good, good job. It's good no. they're bad so it's, that we can get Yeah. <laughs> Destruct that from the it. record. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. But just to not care and just want money. So money, 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 money. Just yeah. so cold. Like, yeah. Yeah, this bitch wanted her life insurance money too. So she was like, Annie Freeze. I heard that something – someone mentioned it. Someone mentioned it. I think that's why. Yeah. It's like, like you're trying too hard. Like if she didn't uh-huh. try so hard to get the life insurance money on him, uh-huh. if she was just not greedy – look at how much money she got from the previous situation. Which is crazy. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And for her to still want more after all that – and if she didn't pursue the life insurance, then she wouldn't have gotten caught. Yeah. But her big mouth and her greedy ass is what mm-hmm. really got her good. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think sure. But it's just like, wow. It just it shows yeah. a lot of yeah. how she was so in the It doesn't hit. matter who you are. No. You are an emblem of money. Yes. To her. Yeah. That's like, it. That's it. You are an eighty dollars size. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Horrible. Sorry, guys. Again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what this podcast is about. That's true. That is. Ugh. He probably needs help. Yeah. Oh, no. He said quiet when you come down. Okay. Sammy's asleep. Oh, okay. Great. Cool. Late nap. <laughs> oh, God. 6.30. I know. I'm up at 7 with these puppies. Oh. And she gets up because I put them on the bed and I make, her wake- I make them wake her up. Oh, good. But I wake up. But it's like having a newborn. I have yeah, to wake up yeah. every like two hours to let them out so they can pee and like yeah. give them a little bit of water. Yeah. And then like sometimes they want to play, but it's like, no, you need to get back yeah, in your yeah. little crate. Yeah. And uh, they're up. They need to eat at seven. Oh so it's gosh. like I'm like going downstairs, like making hot water. I basically have to make like dog food tea. I have oh. to boil water and then put it over their puppy food so it'll soak oh, make it in there and make it soft. Mm-hmm. But then I end up leaving the water on too long, so I have to, like, let their food sit for oh. a long time or, like, put it in the fridge. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I'm sure in a week you'll have a schedule. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. Tea. They're already – second day, they're already getting so better, so much better. Oh, good. Oh, my God. I can't wait to go pet their faces. Okay, guys. Bye. <laughs> All right, guys. Rachel has some puppies to pet. Mm-hmm. I have some errands to run. Mm-hmm. So we are going to conclude – Signing off. This episode. Just this episode. Not like forever. Not forever. Just like we'll see you next week. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you next week for another horrible story. Sound like Oprah. (laughs) 